What is up, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast. I'm your host, Victor, and I think for whatever reason, last week when I posted the episode on the importance of student ministry, like the audio was just horrendous, and I'm not too sure why. Uh, and so I really need to apologize for that. I didn't mean for it to come out that bad. I actually was like uploading it and I was like, that sounds borderline horrible. And I actually thought about deleting it, but then I thought it had some good information. And so, you know, all in all, I'm sorry about that. Hopefully this week, the the audio is a little bit better for, I, I'm getting used to this new apartment and, you know, the, the acoustics and all that fun stuff. And so hopefully it will be slightly better this week. But with all that being said, I'm sorry. And there was also no intro music. It's because I was editing the podcast at like 3 a.m. on Saturday morning. And so because I had just moved in. So yeah, no excuses, but I'm sorry for a bad audio podcast. Hopefully this sounds much, much, much better. Today we are going to be talking about something that I've been wanting to talk about a little bit and now we have an excuse to talk about it because school is back in session. That's right. If you are in elementary school and listening to this podcast, you're really mature. Great job. And um, you're back in school. If you are in middle or high school, you are back in school. And if you are in seminary or in college, you are back in school. And if you are an adult and you're not taking classes, you are just so lucky and we all envy you. Uh, We envy you very, very much. But today I wanted to talk a little bit about prayer and how that goes into our schoolwork, especially when it, I really want to focus in on laziness. And so today we're going to be talking about prayer, school, and laziness, and how these all how these can how these relate to each other, and how they go together. And it's something that I personally deal with uh, a lot. And and so I'm not you know talking here behind this microphone, yelling at you guys. Don't be lazy. Don't be lazy. Don't be lazy. You're a sinner. No, I struggle with laziness daily. And so it is something that I am speaking right back into myself as I am speaking it to you guys. And so what is laziness? I think that's a really good question that that I think we need to ask. And so we're just going to see what Google uh, says about laziness uh, and just the, um, the basic definition. Google defines it as unwilling to work or use energy. And some synonyms include idle, indolent, slothful, work shy, uh, shiftlessness, inactive, sluggish, lethargic, um, torpid, slow moving, slow, heavy, dull. Those are kind of the, the adjectives that are not the adjectives, the synonyms that relate to lazy. Lazy seems like a pretty bad thing. And for whatever reason, it infects all of us, especially when it comes to school and, and work. Like if you're working a full time job or a part time job, or you're, you're even pushing towards a hobby, like laziness is gonna, is gonna hit you at some point. Uh, I can speak towards this podcast. There have been some weeks where I've just been so lazy and have to wake up at 2am on Saturday morning to record a podcast and get it up before 7 a.m. on Saturday morning. That's just because I struggle with laziness. 
I struggle with writing papers the week before they're due or getting my reading done before the end of the semester. And it will result in a, a, a less, less of a good product than what it would have been if you would have been diligent in working on it. And that's just true. If you're working on a school paper the night before it's due, you don't have time to make a rough draft. You're turning in a rough draft. I think every paper I've turned in in college has been a rough draft, to be honest. And so laziness infects us all. It is the unwilling unwilling to use energy. I think I really like I really like that. Uh, definition, and I think when we have to start, how do we beat laziness? How do we how do we get out of the mindset of laziness? Well, I think we have to understand that the sovereignty of God. We have to understand that God is above and over all, and so when you wake up in the morning, that energy that that opened your eyelids was a blessing and a gift from God, and so when we look at Using our energy as a as a gift from God, I, I think Christians will start to realize the, that laziness is the opposite. It is neglecting or rejecting the gift from God. When we choose to be lazy, we are pushing away the promises that God has given us. We are pushing away the gift that he's bestowed upon us. There's uh, J.D. Greer preached a really good sermon. I'll link it in the uh, in the notes here but it's called the theology of sleep god grants us rest for a period of time so that we can recuperate god grants us that but then when we are awake god grants us with life with consciousness and to neglect that to neglect that is to neglect the gift that god is giving us and for a lot of Christians, especially especially the older Christians or the more mature Christians, you're going to see that you're going to realize that neglecting the gift of God, like that's convicting. Like the spirit's moving in your heart right now and and it's convicting and it hurts. And then maybe for those of you that's like, yeah, well I'm neglecting the gift of God, whatever. Uh, maybe maybe there are a few other things that I could say along the line here that that will help hopefully help you realize that, that laziness and apathy is just as much of a sin as anything else. You see, God grants us with energy to be used. Uh, God grants us, he, it, it's really a privilege that we have. He doesn't, he doesn't have to give us anything, yet he allows us to, to be able to talk and to mingle and to fellowship and, and to preach the gospel and to go to work and do our seemingly mundane things to drive a car to be able to see out of our eyes. All these things are blessings that he gives us. So why are you lazy? Why are you lazy? And I think I think it's 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 probably a really difficult question to answer. But I'll speak from my own experience. I think it is from the habit of being lazy. And so I I don't think any anyone desires to be lazy like habitually lazy, we might want a lazy day, right? Or to hang out and recuperate and to rest, right? God gives us the Sabbath for a reason. That's not supposed to be a lazy day. It's a day of worship, but it's a day of rest, right? Like desiring days of rest is okay. But why are you lazy habitually? And I think for me, it's because I've built this habit of laziness. And so it's just what I naturally go to. Instead of sitting down and getting work done, I want to go sit on the couch and watch The Office for the 23rd time. 
you know, I think, I think it's this habit that I've built and it's so ingrained into my DNA that, that it's more difficult to break the habit than it is to just give into it. I think a lot of us are addicted to laziness. I think, I think we are, we enjoy the, the chemicals and this is getting scientific and I'm not a scientist, but we enjoy the chemicals that are released when we are lazy. I think a lot of us are addicted to stress and anxiety. And so we will unintentionally uh, or subconsciously put off assignments that we have to do, our work projects that we have to do until the days before they're due so that we can experience this rush of anxiety or stress. I I can relate to this in that uh, a while ago when I was in Florida taking classes at a school there, there was this project that we had to do, and it was a pretty extensive project. And I stayed up for 48 hours straight with my friend doing the project. We were like, yeah, we're going to stay up 48 hours. It's going to be great. And we're going to love it. And we were so excited for this 48-hour party that we were going to have. And and it was just a result of really us being lazy. And we wanted the high of being up for 48 hours. We didn't want to be diligent in doing our work. And actually, if you go back to the first few episodes of this podcast, you will hear me and Billy talking about that night and how exciting it was. And yeah, man, like we're tired, but it was awesome. And looking back, man, it's not awesome. It was me wanting the high of stress. And I think that's where a lot of us are. I think a lot of high school and college students especially, uh, how, when people ask you, how are you doing today? They'll just be like, man, I'm busy. It's stressful. And I think it could really be avoided if we were more diligent in pursuing our work rather than lazy in pursuing our work. And if you're in ministry, pastors, ministers, deacons, uh, women small group leaders, men small group leaders, youth leaders, kids directors, if you're in ministry, missionaries, I could fill in the blank forever. If you're in ministry... Man, laziness isn't just a habitual sin. It is an an attack from Satan. Satan wants to do everything in his power to pull you out of ministry. And I need to correct myself. That's not just for people in ministry. That is for everyone. We're all doing ministry. I'm sorry. Man, if if you work at Subway and you're struggling with laziness, that's an attack from Satan. Because he wants to keep you from sharing the good news of the gospel with your coworker. If you work in a cubicle and and you're lazy, man, that is an attack from Satan from living out the gospel by being diligent in your work. Man, if you're a pastor and you put off writing your sermon till Saturday night, man, that is lazy and and an attack from Satan. He wants to keep the good news of the gospel out of your mouth and out of the ears of your congregation. And and I I mean I could give examples all day. What I'm saying is laziness is an attack. And if we do not have our armor of God on, our Ephesians 6 armor of God on, then we are going to be susceptible to those attacks. And I don't think I don't think we're we're on guard all the time. Like 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 defending against defending against laziness isn't something 
that, that we think about all the time. But we need to defend against laziness. And I think, I think we need to begin to build habits that help reverse laziness. For example, do simple things, right? Do the dishes every night. Don't put them off. Don't put them in the dishwasher. Do your dishes every night. That's something that I just started doing to, to hopefully build this routine, right? To not put things off. I can't go to bed until I do the dishes. That's my rule. Doesn't matter how late it is. Doesn't matter how early I have to wake up. And so if you start building in little things that will help break the cycle of laziness, hopefully that, that will begin to bleed over into the big things. Okay, well, maybe I need to be a little more proactive in my reading for school. Okay, maybe I need to be a little more proactive in my, uh, in my you know, work at work. Maybe I need to be proactive in the way that I initiate conversations with my coworkers. And if we pursue, if we pursue that, then laziness will begin to die off. And I think it's really easy to take this to the extreme, right? Like laziness and healthy rest are not the same thing. We need healthy rest. There's a theology of rest for crying out loud. Like, we need it. God has designed us for rest. God gives us the example of that in Genesis 1. Well, yeah, Genesis 1. God gives us the example that we need rest. Like, who are we to think we're better than God and and don't need rest? When God gave us the example of resting on the seventh day. Now, our ultimate rest is in Jesus, yes. And, and I know a lot of Reformed theologians who would swing the pendulum far to the other side and say, well, the Sabbath isn't a thing because our Sabbath is Jesus and our rest is in Jesus. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Like, our rest is in Jesus. And, and we can sit in him. But how are we going to pursue Jesus if we are constantly exhausted? We need healthy rest. That means get a good amount of sleep at night. That means Sunday, go to church, be with your family, be with your neighbors, be with your church, and relax. Watch some football. Enjoy some Christian liberties, as long as you're not in seminary, because seminary and Christian liberties, they contradict each other, apparently. Sorry, I'm not, I'm not subtweeting anyone. <coughs> Southern Baptist Convention. But what I'm saying is, is take those days to rest. It's okay. And so don't conflate laziness and rest. They're not the same thing. Now, when our rest becomes habitual and it begins to pull us away from our responsibilities with our family, with our church, with our job, with our school, with the things that God has entrusted us with, then our rest turns into unhealthy rest or laziness or apathy, or fill in whatever special adjective you want to put there. And so my challenge for you this week, literally, it's a challenge. Get a piece of paper and a pen. And throughout the week, I want you to tally each time you find yourself being lazy. And you will fill that paper up faster than you think. 
and then begin to battle those things. Like once you know the issues, once you see where you're being lazy, battle those things. Begin to build a routine. Begin to reverse habits. Begin to pursue and proactively pursue things that most other people wouldn't be. Set an example. Set an example for your co-students, for your classmates, for your co-workers, for your friends, and for your family. Set a Christ-like example by following the perfect example, Jesus. And so I hope that, I hope that challenges you. I hope you, I hope you leave this, this audio file wherever you're listening to it and it challenges you because, because I really think that this is something that the church deals with a lot. And if we would just, if we would just put that aside and pursue Jesus in this area, if we would just be aware of it, then I think God will like, God will do so much through our lives. But when our lives are defined by laziness rather than the gospel, then that is exactly what we will proclaim. We will proclaim laziness instead of the gospel. And so, guys, I thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I had a great time prepping for it and recording it, and I'm glad that we are back. I am super excited because we are in season three right now, but season three is coming to an end. I know, it's so sad. But season four will start soon, and I am so excited. So we're going to keep going podcasts. Podcasts aren't over, but season three will be coming to an end mid-September. But then come end of October, beginning of November, we are going to kick off strong. And I am so excited. We have a, I mean, we have a slam dunk list of, of guests on this show. And so I am so excited. I hope you guys are as well. And guys have a great week defined by the gospel not defined by laziness guys i say this every week and i i mean it more and more each time you are beautiful and you are one of a kind until next time take care and god bless (laughs) 